Welcome to the Desert Street Podcast, the podcast helping you develop forex trading skills for more freedom. I'm your host, Etienne Kret. Let's get started right away. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. So today I am in Michael Thomas' apartment. Thank you for welcoming me here in uh, Detroit Beach. My pleasure. Yeah, My pleasure. Awesome. A cool place. And I wanted you to talk about, this is a topic that we get a lot of questions about how to trade for other people, how to manage money for other people. And you're managing a lot of money, I would say millions from people in China and different investors. So I want to kind of get the ins and outs, the, the tricks, the, whatever, the hacks or how to happen. And for people that, that don't know you now, give them a bit of background about yourself. Yeah, uh, well, I'm uh, a risk manager by trade. Uh, obviously, I do, do some work from Desire to Trade, the academy and the, your members, but uh, I'm a risk manager by trade. I do corporate risk management as well. Um, I apply the same principles in my corporate risk management that I do in my own trading. I trade futures, I trade Forex, uh, and another a good part of my trading is also on the options space, options premium selling, which is a kind of a, a shift away from you know the traditional stuff. But yeah, and you know it's uh, same same concept, same objective, but uh, you know I'm a trading junkie like you are, mm. and it's a fun living. But that's uh, it's pretty much what I do. Forex is about a smaller a part of my. Down, but futures is my daily part, and then options as well. And how long have you been managing money for clients? I mean, I've been managing my own funds, family, friends uh, for you know over ten years, and I've been uh, some outside capital for you know four years, on and off. You know, it's 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 just a different. The dynamics change a lot, and we'll yeah, talk about yeah, it. Dynamics yeah. change a lot when you you're doing it for other people. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at least for me, when I did it, I saw this more as a job than as just training for myself. Would you agree with that? It is. I mean, it actually became a job, and that's one of the reasons why I had to make changes in that space to do it. I really transitioned from being sort of a money manager to really engaging, you know, the team to where it's I've become more educational and delegating a lot of the trading activities to that thing. So they may be using my, you know, advice, or or they can see what I'm trading and things like that. But really, I'm putting the burden on them. Say, look, this is your capital. I'll help you. I'll oversee. But really, the transition from money management, we, we use that term a lot in today's days, where I, I see myself more as sort of, you know, an overseer of a project now, as opposed okay. to a sort of like money manager, trader, hedge fund kind of a guy. It gets them more engaged. It's more transparent. And to be honest with you, it helps fulfill my sort of freedom lifestyle because managing money, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're in front of a desk the whole day. Let's face it. It's, it's tough to have that lifestyle that we look mm-hmm. for when you're managing others. Capital. So that's what I was curious about and I want to ask you. So is it, do you do this this way of like telling people to trade as opposed to you managing everything because you want to have freedom or because of like other reasons? Yeah, no, it's a combination of both. Clearly, there are you know a lot of reasons, and you know you know there's regulatory things mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and, and, you know, for lunch. But I uh, I also think I, I serve more value if rather than just okay. here's money trade for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really fulfill me in any sense whatsoever. You know, it's I'd rather have them be engaged, and you'd be amazed how like you know once they start doing it, they're like, by the way, how do you do that? How does it work? And this and so they're actually very excited. And I says, well. And the before, I was like, well, if you really want me to teach you, that's kind of what I do as well. But, you know, it's really transitioned now to where it's, you know, you have no choice. Like, I'm going to engage you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to compromise my lifestyle for it. And, but it works out really well. And there's, uh, you know, I try to keep it kind of friends and family 
you know, which is, is kind of good. But, you know, there's always times where you get demands, obviously, when you're performing to do that. And they're, you know, they're kind of sensitive things. But I manage it to where there's an educational component to it because I want my clients to be engaged. I want them, uh, it's kind of like giving back to, to do it. And also, it makes them not just better traders, but uh, better, but it makes them better clients. So when I explain there's you know, a drawdown or this or a really good week, they're not too excited on the good weeks and the drawdowns are expected. So, and I feel that I have to do my part to educate them on that. So it's really like a team effort. And I'm, you know, it's kind of like a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the captain, you know, we see him at the dinner and stuff like that. He's very rarely is he driving the ship. Yeah. He's got a team. So, um, and he, they do it very effectively. So I look at it as, yes, I'm sort of commanding this venture, but at the same time, there's a lot of hands, you know, that I need to help me with this process. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And we were talking about this yesterday at dinner, I think. So how do you get the money yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. I had and trouble answering it. So the, there's two things. There's how did you get the money and then how can people get the money? Yeah, um, it's true. I think we talked about the networking as a key thing. Yeah. It was like, it really applies to anything in your business. Like it's, there is a sales and marketing component to it. And I'm not like the best salesperson in the world, but I'd be happy to tell you what I do. If someone says, what do you do for a living? Sit down. Like I, I love telling my story. And some people that's like, hey, that's great. You know, I'll see you later. Or tell me more. Yeah. And when I hear tell me more, I, I, I'm just excited. And um, so really just getting the word around, things like that. This element of my business is not the area where I really like, that's my next stage or you know, what's your plan for that. It kind of, a lot of it just falls into place. And I always look at it as sort of, I can take my talents and knowledge and help others. And, you know, it's, a, it's an exciting part of it, of the trading business, managing for others. But, you know, it, it does compromise a lifestyle. But to answer your question, you know, I get it all the time. Like, how do I, there's a lot of different avenues. For me, it's just telling people what I do. In fact, I don't think I've ever once solic- like asked for, no, I know I haven't. I don't even know how to do it. Like, hey, would you like me to manage or, you know, yeah. you have an account, I can show you what I do and you can trade. I have never done that. Never will, so. And that's something I've seen even for myself is that people tend to propose you to manage their money. You don't have to ask for anything, usually. Yeah. And then there's two people, I put them in two categories. And I'm not being like, you know, a stereotypical, but there's the, I don't just get this. So can you help me? Whatever. And that's yeah. fine. But then these others where it's just, it's just easier for them. So basically what they're saying, you know, just, I'm saying laziness, but they don't want to put the work in. And again, there's a market for everything. That's not my market. I'd rather have them engaged. But really, when you think of it, what are they saying? Well, I want to live my life and have my lifestyle. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll give you money so you can't do it. Yeah. That's that's not like I, I don't want to entertain that. Mm-hmm. So at least not this at this point in my career. So keeping the topic and tell them what you do is most of it. But and we'll talk about this. Now there's a lot of avenues where there are a lot of places like hedge funds, props, and things yeah. like that, where there's programs where they'll actually just start giving you money to trade, which never happened when I was I was younger. I was that's a, I wish I yeah, had Yeah, and that. even five years ago they were not there. Yeah. So. yeah, and I actually referred a lot of people just to go there. I, I'm not you know, I don't have the capability nor the desire to manage really like those you know type of accounts. But I'd be happy to refer them through your your association to your and, and your academy where, you know, you have it all set up where they'll do it. Now you have to qualify, you have to show the effort and stuff. But in a sense, that's who I want to work with anyway. Yeah, I, I don't really want to work the you know just the guy with the blank check. It's uh, I want to do it. Yeah, basically, I mean, I have my laptop which you just saw there. 
Um, I have my my phone, which I'll use on the beach, things like that. And this is sort of a makeshift uh, for my beach home where I have the uh, platform where I'll do a lot of my work and, and pre-work analysis. Uh, earlier you saw, you know, uh, my Hikanashi bars, things like that. This is actually what they call a dome. So it shows price movement in relation to, uh, you know, the highs and lows. So the shaded area is, these are new, this would be new lows here. Okay, so uh, let me just pull up my, I'm in a, uh, a short, you know, futures trade here now. So I don't know if you can you know, see that a little bit, but uh, clearly, you know, we're in a downtrend. So uh, I'm actually keep move, kept moving my stop and, uh, you know, pretty much I was about to try to be stopped out here, but which is good. It's a good trade. And again, a lot of this is done pre-market. Uh, you know, we did some uh, enjoyment on the beach, the videos. I come back here and just manage it on my my mobile. My laptop is there, but then I'll come here now that I'm back in my house and uh, you know, just kind of make sure everything's cool over here. So really using three pieces of technology really to accomplish the same goal. So I'm not sort of glued to my chair here. You know, we actually did some work on the beach and did some trading on the beach, but really we're just managing the trade, which uh, I find great. If, this, if I'm in a big position and I have to really watch it, yeah, I'll stay here. But if I'm just managing and lowering, lowering the stops and, you know, locking in my profits and stuff, I can do that on a mobile. That's fine. The technology is great. So, and that's it. And, you know, nothing like a beautiful view to make the trading experience more enjoyable as well. I really hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. And I want to take some time to answer a question that I get a lot. A lot of people ask me about backtesting, how to do it, what software I use, what tools that I recommend to use to backtest quickly. And backtesting is one of these things that if you do wrong, can take you a long time and set you back for many, many months of trial and error. Now, for the past several months, I've been using a tool for MetaTrader 4 called Soft4FX. It's a kind of backtesting plugin you can put on MT4 to backtest any currency pair in any time frame, and you can even have multiple time frames to run your backtest. This is not my recommended tool for backtesting because I believe it goes beyond all the tools available at this moment. So if you want to speed up your backtest, I recommend you grab this now. Now, if you want to see how we use that tool exactly and go through a tutorial we've made on YouTube, check out desiretotrade.com forward slash backtest, desiretotrade.com forward slash backtest to watch through the tutorial and you'll be on your way to faster and better backtesting. Now we'll get back to the interview. What have you seen are the biggest challenges of training for other people and managing money? Transparency is a big one. Here's the thing. I think. Uh... One of it, Ray Barrow. Hey, he, yeah, he's he's yeah. great. He he talks about too. Is like he was saying, I'd get on the phone and tell him what happened yeah. today, like a bad day. But he'd also like you know where you had like a good day. I don't want. I I want to normalize the experience of their accounts and stuff. So you know, on a good day, don't get too excited. Drawdowns. There should never. My phone should never ring on a drawdown day because they should know and expect it that things like that happen. And mm -hmm. again, I, and also I tried to teach them to be transparent where we're not going to have conference calls every other day. I'm not yeah. going to, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, and you shouldn't, uh, it's too granular. You should monitor the shift just like you're trading like a swing trading thing. Yeah. Maybe there's monthly updates, monthly reporting and, and your customer, if you, if you do this, you can, your client can, you'll get a gauge of what type of they're looking information they're looking for. I'm heavy on the risk side, so I use a lot of risk metrics, value at risk, uh, you know, drawdowns, um, risk of ruins, all that kind of mm -hmm. those like metrics because 
P&L will come if you manage those correctly. So in a sense, that's uh, transparency is big. I don't want those like crazy phone calls, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's expected. And a lot of that too is, is trading small size. So you'll never be in that situation. In fact, the biggest challenge, one of the biggest challenges I have is when are you going to graduate to higher level? Like you're doing good. When are you going to do it? So I like to just slowly ride this ship and it becomes, you know, you're still feeling each other client relationship, you know, any type of thing you want to kind of make sure that works. And even after maybe a year in, into like a, a relationship, you still don't know. So you just want to uh, be transparent, understand their needs. This is basic sales. I mean, you go to sales, yeah. what is it? What are your needs? How can I help you? Yeah, it's basically in any business. Yeah. And that's why I think it's good to kind of explain your business of like just trading, which are pretty much like the operation, and then transfer that to uh, managing my business. Where it's like, a, it's going to be more, more work, more parts, but I think the rewards are also there. Yeah, there's definitely rewards. I mean, there's definitely a, a high tool, but there is a lot of work. And I got to tell you, one of the challenges for me is it does compromise your freedom lifestyle. Mm. I mean, there's no question. Is Are there strategies and trades that like I, I take on my own that I wouldn't have on a managed account? Yes, because there's certain risk parameters and things like that. Generally, it's more conservative. And the biggest pushback, like I said, is that they want you to trade more or, or you know, let's increase size and stuff. Yeah. And so there's a lot of that going on. You know, so, uh, but again, you just get to know your clients. But when you have, like, I try to have my core strategies applicable to all lines of my business. So that's part of the transparency where I understand. So I can really know what the accounts are doing just by looking at one platform. I don't have to go be checking like P&L all the time. That's awesome. Do you show you like all the stats to your investors every month? Or do you kind of simplify things that they understand better? Yeah, that's a good point. In my communications piece, I, I keep it relatively simple. But as they get more knowledgeable and educated, I'll throw in more stuff. Okay. One of the things I've done is like, you know, from a compliance side, there's a, you know, risk management has a lot of compliance and regulatory stuff. I notice clients are either bored or confused or they start asking a lot of questions. I'm all open to the questions, but just understand that there's, there's a lot that goes behind like pushing the button. Yeah. So I try to keep it simple, you know, the challenges they take, like just they want to they go to that bottom line. What's the P and L for the yeah, month? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, if you had a great month but you took absorbent you know amount of risk, that doesn't do it. And I have parameters to limit that, but you know, but you do have to educate the customer. It's much more than P and L. But unfortunately, that's like the number one question. And how did you decide on the piece that you get? Is it them that decided? Oh, I'll give you like X percent per month, or is it you that set your term? And kind of what are the benchmarks that you can? Yeah, I mean, I set my terms and stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, most clients, and if you do most, they're they understand it's a business, and yeah, yeah, yeah paid. A lot of it is being paid for my time and my expertise. I also have educational components that I require, and things like that. So there's a like the fee structure is, is incorporates a lot of things other yeah. than just just trading. So, but I, I try to control the shots. <clears throat> Excuse me, if, if they're not happy with it, I'm, I'm certainly willing you know, to, to kind of play around with a little bit. But I'm always con considering my expertise, but also my time. This is, uh, you know, it's going to take some of my time up. So I look at it as a consulting thing. And mm. I'm paid for my expertise and I'm paid for my time. And a lot of times, customers will only, clients will look at, I want your expertise. But my time is valuable as well. Yeah. So right now, you're managing millions for them, for different clients. How much time does that require on a weekly basis? 
That's good. It, it gets less and less thanks to technology. Uh -huh. And also, you know, if you can engage, like an, for example, if you can engage the people that you, you manage for to do a lot of the legwork, execution, things like that, uh, you know, if my strategies are transparent, anyone can do them. Yeah. So why not have them do it? And, you know, it also helps me from a lot of reasons from the, you know, the, how the relationship is set up and things like that. Obviously, uh, you know, for family-based accounts, which I, I try to focus on, is, mm -hmm. you know, that's different. But, um, you know, in a, a corporate structure, let them do it. From a time perspective, honestly, every month it gets less and less. Every okay. year it's less and less. A lot of my strategies, you know, are automated. So it, it's very little. Uh, the reporting, though, does take a lot of time. So the first of the month, second of the month, I'm, I'm usually, you know, that's like a lockdown mm -hmm. period for me. Not just for that, but for my own personal account. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just doing a lot of journal reviewing and things like that. So there's a little busy there. But for the most part, you know, it's not like a daily thing where it's two, three hours a day. I, I would never do it if that yeah. was the case. Yeah. yeah. From a kind of legal standpoint, because since you're teaching them, what makes it that you will still getting the money later on because like they could just decide to treat themselves and kind of push you away and just do yeah. it themselves actually that's my goal i mean okay. really it's, it's you know if i can you know help them set it up set up the venture and then have them engage in it educate and then eventually it's like the recipe for me losing that that client that's fine I, that that's actually my goal i'm not afraid of that okay. if it doesn't happen i'm actually discouraged in fact i've actually promoted like you know this is how you can do like, and almost I become like a consultant role. So really when I start the money management side of this, I'm really there to set up to eventually become a consultant. So I'm a consultant on their team mm -hmm. and I'll advise. I do, you know, just like we do for your academy members on the risk side. Um, if they need reporting, I'll help them with that. Auditing, uh, trade journals, things like that. Looking at compliance rates. That's kind of what I like. You could tell my voice. I'm probably getting more yeah. passionate about yeah, yeah. that than the actual trading. Um, that is the ultimate goal. I, I love to do that. And that would apply not just to, to individuals, but to prop firms, to hedge funds. That's really where like, my passion, my, my expertise is. So I really want to hand over those reins, you know, relatively short period of time. But there's an educational component. And I think a lot of times once they first see the massiveness of all they have to do, they get a little intimidated. But like I become their partner then. And to me, that's my sweet spot. I can help them. I could, I'm a consult, risk consultant by trade. That's what I love doing. And it doesn't compromise my freedom lifestyle. That's a cool thing. And uh, in the beginning, like you said, it's like you know, your trading account, it's tough. We have platforms all up, all over different account open, open, opening and stuff. I love that space. And my goal is to get there as quickly as possible. And at time, when someone says, we don't need you for anything, which they always do because risk reporting and stuff is, is tough. I mean, that's a, that's a unique thing. You can't even do an audit and even have it certified mm -hmm. unless you have a, you know, an auditor or a CPA or certified risk management stuff. So, but if they just want to do internal, that's fine. I mean, go ahead. But if I get that call and say, we don't need you anymore, that, that's great. My job is done. That's interesting. That's not what I would have expected, but that's interesting to hear. Yeah. Me, of course. Yeah. You know, maybe move on to the next. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it's too, it's, my philosophy too is kind of like make the world a better place and enrich people's lives. And if I can, that's a combination of both on that. That proves that you have a, not like a scarcity mindset, but like an abundance mindset of like, there's always more money that you can get from different investors. And that probably makes it that you always get more money. But like, are scared that they won't get any money in the future. They want to hold to the money now. They will get more money. They, they won't be able to kind of grow their, their money. If you have the knowledge or skill set and a very unique skill set, I mean, 
the world is abundant kind of thing. And I actually like the challenge of that, trying new things. You know, one of the things that too has helped me a lot too is the automation part of this yeah. business, um, auto trading and things like that. That actually, like, I mean, most people look at that as like a risk to people, like who manage money and stuff. Yeah. It is in a sense, but that actually has opened up a lot of doors. So now we'll do like coding audits and journal. So like I look at like the glasses always half empty where, you know, what's next? Yeah, what's next? I, I, I'm guilty of getting, a, I get a little bored a little too quickly sometimes and I get bored with routine. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like that. And you get to, I like to working with different people too from different countries. So you have like cultural challenges and cultural differences and who doesn't want to do an audit in Hong Kong? You know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, I got the call. All right, I'll be there, you know? So, like, that's, that's part of the, the cool thing. So, It's awesome. So, if you guys have any questions on this, make sure you comment below in the comment section. Uh, Michael, I appreciate this once again for you sharing your knowledge, your tips and stuff. People are loving them so far. And I will catch you back here pretty soon. Ciao.